I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 29th of November. Jazzy boy, the Australian dollar has climbed to a three-month high against the US dollar. We're talking a jump from 63 cents per US dollar to around 66 cents. Wow. Sounds small, but has a big impact. Fluxfam, we are coming towards the end of the month of November. And that means if you haven't checked your credit score this month, now is the opportune time, I believe. Did it go up? Did it go down? What has happened? Three credit-worthy stories today, Jazzy boy. Let's do it. For our first, Adore Beauty has knocked back a takeover bid, but whispers of this offer have seen its share price jump 20%. Huge win for Adore and all the brands on its platform. So what is the story here? Well, Jazzy Boy, Adore Beauty came to life in early 2000. While we were singing, say my name by Destiny's Child, (laughs) Adore Beauty's founder, Kate Morris, started up her cosmetics company in a garage. Around 20 years later, the company listed on the ASX. Now, B-Man, since it's listing on the ASX, Adore Beauty's been doing it tough and its share price has continued to drop. In fact, Jazzy Boy, the share price has never been above the price it first listed at. And despite that, Adore Beauty has just been approached for a takeover by a British retailer called THG. Now, THG offered about a 50% premium to the share price at the time that this was first reported. But Adore said, no thank you, next. Adore reckons that the proposed offer undervalued the company. And since this announcement, their share price has shot up 20%. Which may just signal untapped value in the Adore Beauty brand. So what is the key learning here? When an acquisition offer includes a premium, the share price tends to increase even if nothing has changed in the business. You see, B-Man, in public markets, shares are worth what someone is willing to pay for them. So when an investor wants to acquire a company at a premium price, Mm -hmm. this can signal the perceived value of the company to shareholders. And this might give shareholders more confidence in their investment. Or they might speculate that if one offer has come in, Mm -hmm. there could be a bidding war down the line. Which could give them an even bigger cash out down the line. And Jazzy Boy, we're seeing this dynamic play out right now with Origin Energy. Yep, Origin rejected multiple takeover bids by Brookfield and AIG and entered them into a bidding war with themselves. For our second story, Ed Rollo, the Australian education startup, has cut a large chunk of its team because AI has disrupted the sector. Uh, school students being taught by robots these days, B-Man. <laughs> so tell me more. Ed Rollo is an Aussie startup launched in 2011 with teaching resources for schools and also their students. We're talking everything from maths books to English books and everything in between. The plan was to take on the global behemoths like Cambridge and Jacaranda with a digital offering. And grow they did, Jazzy Boy. Mm-hmm. Since launch, Ed Rollo has partnered with thousands of schools around Australia. Now in 2021, B-Man, they took on $40 million of capital from big VCs like Blackbird Ventures and Airtree Ventures. As well as four superannuation funds, if you don't mind. But fast forward to now, and more than 30% of the content and graphics team at Ed Rollo has been laid off. Yep, Ed Rollo reckons that AI has really disrupted its industry. But B-Man, at the same time, Ed Rollo's really struggled to keep up with venture capital expectations. So true. So what is the key learning here? Venture capital funding is like rocket fuel for startups. It can propel a company to new heights, no doubt about that, but also it can increase the risk of a crash. Especially if the company can't keep up with the new speed and expectations. Now when startups accept large amounts of venture capital money, Mm -hmm. there's this big expectation for rapid growth. We're talking annual growth of more than 20 to 30%. And this pressure can lead to aggressive expansion strategies Mm -hmm. that are not necessarily sustainable. (laughs) For example, B-Man, Ed Rollo saw its revenue grow just 6% year on year, but clearly was spending a lot more money trying to grow. Yep, their profit went from $700,000 to a loss of $7 million in FY 2022. So B-Man, sadly for Ed Rollo, the failure to meet these high growth targets often results in drastic measures. For our third and final story, ByteDance, the owner 
owner of TikTok is scaling back its gaming operation, which could leave 3,000 employees without jobs. Holy smokeroonies, mm-hmm. Jazzy Boy. I thought ByteDance turned basically every single app <laughs> into gold. So I'm wondering what is going on here? So back in 2021, ByteDance was brawling with Donald Trump and Couch Guy <laughs> was the trending topic on TikTok. <laughs> but it was also the time when ByteDance came out with their six-pronged attack. <laughs> AKA their six core business units, which included a gaming department called Newver. And Jazzy Boy, ByteDance wasn't messing around. It acquired a gaming studio called Moonton for a reported $4 billion US dollars. But now, after just two years in the market, ByteDance has pulled the pin on its gaming unit. And it's believed that nearly 3,000 employees will be laid off. So Brett, despite the success with TikTok and Douyin, their Chinese app, it couldn't make it work with Newverse. Mm, so what's the key learning here? Transferring success from one domain to another isn't always as easy as it seems. And the creative process in industries like gaming, yep. it's extremely different to sectors like social media. It needs story depth, yep. it needs gameplay mechanics, it needs user engagement over very long periods of time. Thanks, gaming expert. And Brett, <laughs> this is a big contrast to the rapid approach used in social media platforms like TikTok. Where quick content cycles really dominate. And B-Man, TikTok ain't the only tech slash content company to try and get a slice of the gaming industry and fail. Yep, Netflix has made a big push into video games as well. But it's still slow going for the flicks. In fact, less than 1% of all Netflix subscribers play a Netflix game on a daily basis. Fluxam, if you've changed your gas, electricity, or even applied for a loan this month, you have got to check out how your credit score has changed. This is personalized information to you. So if you want to know how these changes impact you, the Flux app is where you'll find all the juicy stuff. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on Friday.